if you listen to the committee podcast before a couple episodes back, we are we are staunch believers in legalizing prostitution. If prostitution was legal, if we bring back Backpage, bring back Backpage, probably none of this would ever happen. Hey, what's good? It's your boy, Archie Leach, also known as SB Report 706 on Twitter, also known as South Beach 706 on Twitter. This is the committee podcast. I almost said the Dairy Burnish Report. Uh, we have the usual suspects, uh, El Chapa, who is fresh off her uh, birthday weekend, shaking her shoulders in uh, Texas somewhere. And we have the Marcus Sniffles, who may or may not still be deaf. What's going on? Uh, my ears are actually clear. Uh, they got cleared while I was listening to that Meek Mill album. He just like popped my eardrum. <laughs> hey, everybody, it's El Chapa. Yeah, you hella loud. Uh, and you know what? Randomly, just for everybody to know, uh, Will Smith is not a better actor than Jamie Foxx. But this week we have a, a great... No, no, I'm sorry. Oh, I said that I said that all wrong. Wait, no, I said that right. Will no, you said that, who said that he was a better actor than Jamie Foxx? Who said hey, that? I'm just letting people know, just in case there's a misunderstanding out here in the streets. But anyways, we got a good lineup for y'all this week. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, Elle's uh, birthday weekend and whatever hey. she can share that is... Uh, you know, PG because this is a Christian values based show. Mm, Kareem Hunt getting kicked off the team, you know, no pun intended. Uh, we have oh, Mark Mark's <laughs> music minute. Uh I need to address KJ the Dallas kid on my timeline acting a damn fool. Uh, I'm, I'm going to do my little quick anime unnamed section real quick and talk about when I just started watching this week. My BSO story of the week. Shout out to Black Sports Online. You can check out my service on there. Me not seeing Creed apparently is a problem on, on the timeline. But we'll get to that later. And uh, how I hold myself on uh, Black Friday, Black Saturday, whatever it's called, the day after Black Friday. And how disappointed I am with my piss poor life decisions. But first, uh, let me address KJ. So... So if you follow me on Twitter, you know that I'm, I'm in the anime and things of that nature. And this fool posted on my page some story about, like, I don't know if it was a real story or a fake story. Something he posted. I don't even know why he has his phone. It was like some fake lo- love story between the uh, main character and Naruto, which is Naruto and, like, Lisa Simpson. It was really weird. <laughs> uh, I felt very I felt very uh, inappropriate. Somebody in the timeline was like, yo, I don't want to see this on my timeline. Because it was, like, mad, mad suspect. Talking about that some sort of love story. He's like, yo, Lisa's like 11 years old. And I was like, bro, this is why your last account got suspended. I was like, you can't be putting this kind of filth on my timeline. I don't, I don't appreciate that. So, uh, How old to... is Naruto? I thought he was like 10. Well, no, in the show, he's uh, 14. 12 and a half or 13 and a half, 14, whatever. But yeah, we need to pray for KJ. I've started to see lately on the timeline, KJ is becoming less and less, uh, less and less uh, pure. You no, know, it seems like he's getting a little bit more mm, out of control. The, high school. The older he gets, you know, he's uh, you know, we need to pray for your KZ Dallas kid because I don't, I don't know what's going on if he's going through a transition in his life. You know, if yeah, you, I seen see him shooting a shot on the TL. Mm, I see it. Mm, what y'all talking about? Ah, the tea is hot. Spice. KZ, KZ Dallas kid. Yeah, so uh, Keja, if you need to reach out to my DMs, they are open for you, my, my, my brother. If we need to pray together, just let me know. But yeah, KJ is uh, bugging out. But yeah, uh, L, how was your weekend? I know you recently turned, uh, how old are you, like 35 or? Like, yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> yeah, best friend. Good on you. <laughs> Good on you. <laughs> in, uh, in, in, the, in Dominican years, how old are you? Like Oh, in Dominican <laughs> years, I'm like 18. Like <laughs> mm. well, Dominican I mean... years, way younger. No, I'm 27. Hey. And um, I had such a good birthday weekend. We went out to Austin. It was my first well, hold time. Up. Did you get DMs? Did you get any DMs? That's what I want to know. Did you get any yes. DMs? Yes. Yes. Oh. Yes. Like, you guys think, like, I don't know what you think of me. I don't understand. Just because I don't talk about my shit doesn't mean No, no, no. I'm, talking about we, I'm just saying because we shouted you out for your birthday. I'll see if you got mm-hmm. any, any, any inquiries, you know? Yeah. Well, also, you know, Instagram for people I know in real life. So that was interesting. Mm. Mm. Any any interesting ones you care to talk about? No. So <laughs> mm, trash. Damn. Trash. 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 Yeah, yes. Um, no, just don't talk. No, but we went to um Austin and it's very um 
it's very cute, you know, it's very eclectic and whatnot, and the weather was I don't nice. Know what that means. It's just a whole bunch of people, all types of different people from different walks of life. And um, all types of bars that you could think of. It's like a little strip out of 6th Street. Did like the touristy thing, I guess you would say. Um, there was something. Oh, we went to Coyote Ugly. So growing up, I loved Coyote Ugly, the movie. I loved the song that Let came with it. Oh, it was so good. And that was that was my movie. So here we are. I mean, it kind of like fell off the whole big deal after the movie, like faded away. And there we were at Coyote Ugly. And the next thing you know, there I am on the bar. And it was great. It was like my my little childhood dream came true. <laughs> it was good. I had like free drinks the whole night. And we went to this um Spanish club. And then that's when I realized I am getting old because I just the whole fucking crowd bumping into each other did not suit me. Um, but we had a lot of fun. A lot, a lot of fun. And um, I'm going to give it the PG version. <laughs> the, the podcast is here for, for that, for, for the PG-13 version. I mean, did you meet any young cowboys out there? You know, was there any type of farmersonly.com connection <laughs> that you made out there? You know, I met this dude from Chicago. and um, he how, many, how many times have you been shot? I didn't ask him. You're so rude. It's a fair question. I don't know, but um, we did that whole beer like tube thing. You know, talking about like the where they where you pour the beer like was it the tunnel? Not the tunnel. Something on my tongue. Marcus, save me. No, funnel. The funnel. The funnel. I I know what you're talking about. I just don't know what the name of it is. It's a funnel. Anyway, so we I did that. And, uh, yeah, I didn't have to, like, dish out much, which was cool. And he was cool. You know what I liked about that guy was the fact that um, he wasn't, like, trying super hard. He wasn't, like, being overly aggressive or, like, oh, let me get your number. Let me do this and that. It was just, like, cool. We just had a good time, had a drink together, and then just went back to him. And he came and got me drinks. And it was a, it was nice. Yeah. That was pretty pretty that's trash. All, that's all but, I'm telling you. <laughs> but happy but happy, uh, happy birthday, uh, Thank you. guys! Her DMs are still open. Um, she might be looking for a black or white or Asian Friday, Saturday, Sunday uh, special. So <laughs> definitely jump on her DMs. Let her know what's good. <laughs> and uh, yeah, she's about. I'm so way. tired. Like I'm so tired. I fell asleep in the car, and I'm so tired. Mm. We can tell you're getting old with that grandma sweater you got on right now. You like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's adorable. I went with the Bohemian chic today, you know, with the distressed boyfriend jeans and you know all my jewelry and I yeah, I went Bohemian. Someone, looking like soon as abuela. That's actually a good transition into, you know, distressed girlfriend jeans. So if you've been watching the news lately, uh, former Chiefs running back Kareem Hunt has been kicked off the team. And for what, you, for what you might ask for you people that live in a rock or a bunker or somewhere that or somehow are West Texas. To podcast, or West Texas. So this this instant actually happened last year, which is the uh, interesting part. So video just came out via TMZ, which again, I don't, I know TMZ doesn't have that type of pool, that type of money where they can get everything that nobody else can get. But that's another uh, issue for later on the line. But TMZ released a video of uh, Kareem Hunt getting into it with a young lady. Uh, there, there was some pushing, some shoving, some words were exchanged, and then a uh, infamous kick was, uh, mm. was put out there mm-hmm. for Mr. Hunt. They saw the video. He was put on the commander's exempt list, and then immediately released from the team shortly after. So I, I actually just saw the video for the first time today of the incident, and uh, there's no, there's never a reason to hit a woman for whatever reason. Uh, but from the descriptions I got off Twitter in the news, I, I was expecting a lot worse. They almost made it sound like it was bad as the Ray Rice situation, which wasn't even close like they're like oh cream hunt brutalized this woman he kicked her i was like oh shoot man i'm about to see some wild stuff and i mean yeah he kicked her but not excusing it but i expected to see like some wwe like straight to just the from the the description that, that yeah, was yeah, yeah yeah so it, 
it was a bad look. Uh, I, I know Marcus has some things to say, but I'm, I'm going to tie this into if you listen to the committee podcast before a couple episodes back, we are we are staunch believers in legalizing prostitution. If prostitution was legal, if we bring back Backpage, bring back Backpage, probably none of this would ever happen. Because, of course, it was like, what, three o'clock in the morning. There's women, there's drinks. You know, it seems like people were out there trying to close the deal. Allegedly, what they were saying is that the reason that she got kicked out is because she wouldn't bust it open for his homeboy. Don't know if that's true, but for the sake of this podcast, it is true. You know, if prostitution was legal, he could just call it up what he wanted. You know, build a bear hole for himself and his homies, and no, sign that, no. sign that, sign that NDA. If it was it legal is, or not, there's going to be men out there. He very well maybe. I'm not talking about all these men. No, I'm talking about this situation. There, there's let not. Let me like, finish my point. It's about power. He wants to have that power and control. This, ha- what are you talking yeah. about? This isn't. This isn't that. You're talking about something completely different. Okay. So what allegedly happens is allegedly the young lady called Cream Hunt a nigger with the oh. hard ER, and that is what uh, kind of set him off. Not saying that it's right or wrong, but uh, a point that I saw that somebody made on YouTube was again. The first things first. Nobody should put their hands on anybody, men or women, because again, you never know how you're never not gonna you're never you're not gonna ever know how somebody's gonna react to how you touch them or get in their face. Second of all, the point he made, this is not my point, I'm just regurgitating what he said, was women folk, it's probably not the best idea to be super aggressive in front of people that you have no chance out physically, if that makes sense. Like, what do you have to gain besides maybe getting a lawsuit? What's your point? What's your point? My point is that, A, women shouldn't hit men. We can't be upset. Did she hit him? I yes, she did. I believe she pushed him. Okay, never mind. Shit. <laughs> yeah, well, there we go. <laughs> Keep your hands to yourself. <laughs> Keep your hands to yourself and don't invade people's space. Problem solved. Yeah, I will uh, agree with uh, what uh, South Breeze is saying, and I, I'll say at the beginning, um, I don't think obviously Cream Hunt is in the wrong. The woman is in the wrong also for putting her hands on him. No one should touch each other. No one should hit each other. Um, But I will uh, call out TMZ because they put out a tweet in February 12th, 2018. The tweet says, Chief's Cream Hunt allegedly shoved woman who allegedly called him the N-word. Cool. Cool story. Come... uh, November 30th, which was two days ago, November 30th, 2018, Kansas City Chiefs running back Kareem Hunt brutalizes and kicks woman in hotel video. That's the kind of stuff that we can't be doing. We can't be out here with the clickbait, can't be out here making it seem like he did something, like he murdered this woman, brutalized, like the wording and how you're doing things is kind of, I don't think that's responsible, but it's also TMZ. But on the other hand, like TMZ got this video. Like we can't act like TMZ isn't a legit, credible news source. But we also have to remember what they're out here trying to do. They're not, you know, trying to do things. I guess the old school way, trying to make things more, I guess, PC or a little bit more professional. They're just trying to do things to get clicks. Which is, I mean, I get it. I understand it. My big issue, outside of what Cream Hunt did. My biggest issue with this is the NFL. Now, apparently, Kareem Hunt told the Kansas City Chiefs in February about this. He told he told them this over a year ago. And what did the Kansas City Chiefs do? As a team, as an organization, they did nothing. They just took his word and believed it. Knowing that this happened, I guess, in a hotel, knowing that this was in the papers in the Cleveland area where it occurred at, and the NFL decided, you know what? We're just going to take him at his word. We're not going to investigate it. We're not going to talk to anybody. The NFL isn't going to talk to anybody. Uh, allegedly, the NFL, the, the Chiefs talked to Kareem Hunt, but the NFL didn't interview Kareem Hunt about this issue. The NFL didn't interview the alleged victim. The NFL, according to the athletic, 
instructed the Chiefs to stop pursuing the video of the incident. That's allegedly, but people are reporting that. So now that the video is out, Kareem Hunt gets cut. Now he's on the commissioner's exempt list, which means he can't do anything football related. And my issue is, I would like to, well, first off, I would like to know what Kareem Hunt told the team. Apparently he told them that he never left his room and he didn't do anything, which is obviously that's a lie because he did leave his room and, and, and touch that woman. But the NFL is supposed to have a policy against violence against women and other people. It's supposed to be like uh, across the board, six games. And that's not what it is. Ever since the Ray Rice thing, they keep getting it wrong. Ray Rice pretty much lost his career because the NFL didn't allegedly didn't see that video. But once it went public, everybody's like, yo, what is this? What are you guys going to do about it? And Ray Rice got kicked out of the NFL. But people don't remember that on the back end, Ray Rice sued and got all his money back because they didn't follow the rules. And that has been happening consistently. Every time a player gets in trouble with domestic violence, the NFL oversteps his boundaries. The player goes and appeals it and they get their sentence reduced and they get their money back. And this is exactly what looks like is going to happen with Kareem Hunt. Why, why wasn't he just suspended for the six games? Why didn't the NFL investigate it? Why didn't the Chiefs investigate it? How did they not get this video? Do they actually care? And my biggest question is, why does the NFL seem like, why does, it, why does the NFL feel like they're responsible for enforcing these types of laws? Because this woman went to the actual police and said, I want to press charges. And the police, the legal system did nothing about it. So now you want the NFL to come in here and do the right thing and and just say like, okay, we're, we're the law, we're law and order, we're gonna figure this out. When the legal system can't even figure it out, the NFL needs to stay out of this kind of things and let the just let the professionals handle this. This is not where the NFL should be at. They don't know how to deal with this stuff. They keep getting it wrong and they're gonna get it wrong again. I think the main reason they get it wrong is because they don't care. That that's where they don't the have to care. Yeah, but they they sell this this narrative they care about domestic violence and all that stuff. But when it actually comes time to you know enforce things, and you know, again, my thing is with TMZ is the NFL alleged they didn't see the video until recently or whatnot. Like the NFL has the NFL has billionaire billionaire owners. TMZ does not have the the ability to out resource the NFL if they want something or they want to see something. Like literally TMZ gets these videos from like security guards, like, hey, I'll give you five thousand dollars if you give it this tape. And like, oh yeah, we'll do it. They'll get fired, but they'll still, you know, give them the tape. The NFL has way more resources and, and the ability to throw things at people and make things happen. Mind you, this is the NFL that does background investigations on players far back as when they're in high school and interviewing their friends and families, but you can't get a tape from uh, a hotel, from hotel or from, from TMZ. Hotel. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just careless, and that's all it is. Now, negligence. my negligence. Marcus, my question to you is: You say that the NFL keeps getting it wrong. What would be them getting it right? Not dealing. Do you with not? Do you not penalize the players, or do you just do six games and that's it? Or I, me personally, I would just allow the legal system to go up, go deal with it. Let the justice system try to figure it out because, because the justice that's system so has. Fair. I, 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 understand, I understand that. I understand the justice system, justice system isn't like, you know, fair, just and all that. And it's a lot like of women. A system. We can adjust. Yeah. Them. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of, of women that will go to the police when they're getting abused by men and nothing happens. And that needs to be addressed. But if something like this were to happen, if something like this keeps on happening and people are like, people are putting pressure on the NFL to fix this instead of putting pressure on the justice system to fix this. We shouldn't be looking to the NFL to say, hey, your players are beating women. You need to fix this. No, we need to look at the justice system to say, hey, these guys are beating women and nothing is happening to them. You fix this. This is not Roger Goodell's responsibility because he's not qualified to deal with this. He's proven it time and time again that he doesn't know what he's doing when these types of things happen. So I don't trust him. I don't I, I don't think he's credible enough and I don't. I don't believe that he's going to do the right thing. And the NFL owners, they don't care about this stuff. Like Ruben Foster got arrested a week ago 
and got cut, and a team picked him up the weekend. That weekend, he got picked up. And, and that's there Kareem, is Hunt, other- Kareem Hunt wasn't even charged or arrested. Like, yeah. Do you, trust, do you trust this? Trust the NFL? Would you? Uh, would you want the NFL to to handle this for you? I feel as though, based off of what you're saying, you can't trust the legal system. You can't trust the NFL because they're just gonna pick them up, as you say. So then what? So then you just got these guys. There's no penalty. There's, they're not penalized for their but, actions. But who's more? Who do you think is more qualified out of the two to handle this? Neither. If you had to pick one. I can't even say the justice system. I know that that kind of makes sense, but I can't say that. I think it's easier for the it's easier for the NFL. It's a smaller entity than the whole fucking legal system, like legislative branch. Look at like as you said, you have guys that are out there abusing women, and or vice versa or whatever, and they get away with this type of shit just based off of who they know in their city and you know money, whatever. Now imagine this: you have a whole athlete. Do you think they're really gonna get in trouble? Just because of who they are, you have the average Joe beating on his wife, and not every they don't know what's gonna trouble. Exactly. Well, they can. Well, they exactly. can obviously do. They can obviously hire like an independent. They could. They could. I don't know. Farm out money for a department that specifically investigates this is unbiased. Like when they had the, uh, like with baseball and the steroids thing, they had the Mitchell report, who was ran by, like the former FBI director or something like that. One of them important people. So there, you can get an unbiased take. The, I think the thing that Mark's trying to get at is, well, my point is the NFL doesn't care. And then when, you know, their dirty secrets or whatever gets exposed and they have to overcorrect and act like they care. Again, this guy hasn't been charged yeah. with anything. Right. So just stick with the rules and give him the six games because we all know that he's going to play again. Like I saw yeah. people, you know, handwring like, oh, you know, once he shows some remorse and he shows he's sorry, he gets himself in the right mind state, you know, he's going to play again. This guy led the league in rushing his rookie year. He's only in what his second or third season. It's not second like, year. yeah, it's not like a Ray Rice situation where he was, you know, allegedly in the decline or, or you know, people will argue that he's still young. Whoever gets him, he's going to be cheap and he's still going to be effective. Like, so then don't, don't play the game like, oh, you know, shame on you. You're such a terrible person. You know, wag your fingers because again, most likely these same guys that are coming down to him are going to be cheering him on and talking about his highlights two or three years from now. And my point is that these guys are out there doing whatever the fuck it is that they want to do to whoever it is the fuck that they feel like doing it to, and there's no penalty. Well, but did you see the video, though? Because I feel that you're putting... Uh, I, don't again, think, I don't think the video matters, honestly. The video I mean, doesn't I matter. I don't, I, don't, I don't either, but my thing is you're, you're making it seem like players are the only ones that are not going to be held responsible. How about all the women that accuse players of things that are 100% in the wrong? They don't get charged. They don't that's go to jail. A, they don't yeah, get fined either. That's, that's a separate conversation. No, but it's a separate it, it, it's, conversation. But you have to keep that same energy, though. You, you're and right now. You're, you're putting the weight on the players. Because that's doing what we're they talking want. about. Because that's what we're talking about. We're not talking about fast, false accusations on the women or whoever who's out there putting out false accusations. There should be that same energy. There should be. I agree with that. If you do a whole investigation, it comes out that that's bullshit. You over here jeopardize somebody's career. You you should be penalized for that, in my opinion. But what happens is that that's a whole separate separate conversation because there's that blurred line between what is rape and what is not, and whatever the case may be. Like there, that's a, that's a whole another fucking rabbit hole. If we're gonna talk about this guy here, we're gonna talk about him and other players that are like him. They're doing things and they're not getting penalized for it because of their status. Period. There's it's athletes yeah. and it's and it's politicians. And it's fucking judges. And it's all these other fucking people. There's men out here who do shit and they get away with it. That's my issue. And they're Presidents. not being held liable. So when you got, as you say, there's things where you do the six-game penalty and all, and they're not even fucking doing that? Come on. Come no, on. No, no. <clears throat> the, his penalty right now is worse than six games. Like he's getting he's getting overpunished. Right now. Until right he now. Gets all this, until he gets all this money back in an appeal. Man. Like right now, yeah. he's just getting a break. Well, because he's he's going on, he's going live with the, uh, I think ESPN or somebody or some news station like Monday. Like this is this is incredible that after this incident, it's this quick of a turnaround. Because again, he knows that hey, if I show them, I'm sorry, he's already taking responsibility for it. He's already kind of planted the bug that hey, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna use the excuse for calling me a nigger as a reason to do that. That's put that's planting bugs. Like there's people that. 
regardless of what he did, and you can check Twitter right now to sympathize, sympathize of what he did, even though they're wrong. But it sounds like, hey, he's saying, I'm sorry. I'm going to go on TV and maybe shed some fake tears. I'm, I'm going to break down the situation. He's probably going to sell out the NFL and the Chiefs. That's definitely what's going to do. He's definitely going to throw them all under the bus because they probably definitely had access to this or saw this or said something. Because right now it's a he said, she said situation. Like the Chiefs are saying he wasn't honest, but he could be like, hey, I told them all of this. But now the video came out. Now they want to overreact. And beforehand, they didn't want to do anything. So. That, that's what happened with Ray Rice. He they he told him about the incident. He got like two or three games. Then the video came out, and then he was out the league. So it's just like, what are the rules here? And for me, what I would honestly, what I would like to see from the NFL is when something like this happens, when there's like a domestic abuse uh, situation, there's an incident where a, a player is is violent towards men or women. A, a, a player has an incident where apparently he was was he drinking during this. I think either him or the lady was drinking. Okay, well, either way, there there was probably alcohol involved in this. What I would like to see the league do, instead of just, all right, you're cut, get out of here, go home, maybe have the player go into mandatory counseling, maybe talk to a therapist, like, get the player, like, that's what I would prefer the NFL to do for their employees, like, give them an avenue to help them get through this whatever resource like the nfl is a multi-billion dollar industry you can't have a therapist on staff you can't have uh uh someone that they can talk to someone that can help them work through if they're having anger issues do they have a drinking problem do they have are they hanging around the wrong people like mentorships do they have these types of resources for these players and if not they need to get them because you have the money but like we've been saying they don't care, and they don't yeah, care. that would require them to care. So it's like they don't, nah. and they don't have to. All they have to do is be like, all right, you're cut, get out of here, go away. Hey, especially that's, his position, running backs are a dime a dozen. Like we'll pick yeah. another guy up next year. He will jump right in your spot, wear your same number, and do the exact same things you did. And and that's and I mean, obviously, I would prefer the legal system handle stuff like this, but that's kind of how they handle certain things too. They're just like, hey, you commit a crime, throw him in jail. That's it. That's our only solution, and that's the NFL's only solution is to try to kick them out the league and it's they just they just got to do better they have the money they just gotta actually care and not fake like they care yeah so as we we pivot off that real quick for people that are interested in or for some people that think the legal system is like oh yeah you know they're all fair and blah 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 blah, blah. there's a, a good podcast uh serial on npr that goes through this lady she spent a year in the cleveland ohio justice system and boy, oh boy, that'll that'll definitely show you there's definitely a lot of <clears throat> unfairness, a lot of biases, just a lot of corruption, man. Like it's it's really real. It's not just, you know, the, the ones you see on TV or in movies like there's actual real states and real justice systems that are bad from the bottom up and nobody cares. But uh, yeah, I, I now refer to it as the system. Uh, not not quite a lot of justice going on for the most part. So. But right now we're going to my BSO story of the week. So if you know what BSO stands for, it stands for Black Sports Online. Uh, shout out to Mr. Latow. So this week's story that I want to feature, uh, it reminded me of, of one of our, our good friends and sometimes a podcaster, Gift Queen. So there's a story about a young lady who uh, was a model. Oh. <laughs> a model who, who, moonlighted, <laughs> who moonlights as a, uh, a wedding photographer. So the, the line of the short is apparently she was drinking and I guess there was a wedding somewhere. There's, you know, how there's like public private space, like, you know, there might be a room or somewhere in the side. So she was having loud sex apparently with somebody mm. where people, something that Elle knows nothing about, she's safe. There's people that <laughs> notified, uh, they notified the police because apparently this was, it had to be an issue if they're like, hey, yo, we need to call the cops. Like, we need to call the cops. So they called the cops. And they're like, yo, you got to go. Like, you're out here wilding. And she was like, she pretty much threatened to kill the cops or said, like, your family is dead. Mm. And then she, she pissed on a tree. Yeah. <laughs> I, can so, see, I, can see, I can see Gift Queen doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she, she pretty much, she said that, uh, where did she say? She said, y'all's families will be dead by Christmas. Y'all's daughters are dead. My dad is going to find out about this and y'all are all fucking dead. 
D-E-A-D, dead. And then she pissed yeah. on Yeah. And then she so went to like, jail. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> at least she got off before she went to jail. Like, Maybe. I can definitely see Gif out there working an event. The next thing you know, it's her and some broad. They find a room wow. or something. And the next thing you know, you know, they get kick her out. And I don't think she would threaten her. Maybe, depending on what they're saying to her. Think about depending, it. <laughs> depending on what they say to her first, she may go straight to threatening their lives and the lives of their kids. But otherwise, you know, I hear a lot of like fuck yous and things like that. I could see her getting kicked out for sure and yelling out obscenities. Yeah. The tree part, I think she's a little classier. Just mm. a little bit. Just a little bit because there's no toilet paper. Well, allegedly they said she was on medication, so that's what triggered her uh, erratic behavior. But boys and boys and girls, this is what happens when you make piss poor life decisions. So, wow. but um, boom, oh, got it. Go. That, that's, got uh, him. You know, I mean, I, I try. You know, you're you're two for two on the dad jokes today. Two for two. I don't even know what that means. So He's practicing. Um, definitely, definitely not. <laughs> but yeah, definitely check out my uh, stories on BSO. Sometimes they're funny. Just, just retweet them. Keep them moving. <laughs> just, just, just hit retweet and know that I'm real. He got straight to the point. Just, 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 just know I'm out here. You know, I appreciate the retweets. You know, we out here. You know, gang, gang. So, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, man, I'm going to go to next. Oh, man. I got some uh I got something real quick. Real quick. Uh South Korea. Who who is the greatest athlete you've ever seen? Like in real life? Who's or the like greatest that? athlete you who is the greatest athlete you've ever you've ever watched? Don't make it complicated. Just off the top of your head. He can also uh, say, like, Jesus. in real life, like, that's the same thing. Yeah, there's a lot, man. Uh, okay, L, who's the greatest athlete you've ever one. seen? She don't Jesus. watch sports. Okay, watch people sports, that are listening uh, to the podcast, I'm going okay, to I guess in real life, it'd probably be Julio Jones, and I've seen with my own two eyes. Julio Jones. Okay. And L doesn't watch sports, so I'm not going to ask her, so... I'm gonna ask. People I mean, I can name a player pot. or two. Yeah, so can you great. name? Give me a player. Then give me a player. Allen Houston. Oh wow. Okay. I've, I've seen him. In and this, hey, and this is why yeah. I've met him in okay. real life. I, okay, never mind. Okay, like either way, if you ask a, a lot of a lot of people, most most folks will probably say someone like Michael Jordan, or LeBron James, maybe Serena Williams, Michael Phelps. But I think at this time we need to start adding another name to that list and that should be this is actually something i've wanted to to say for i think about a month and i just keep i keep forgetting it's been in my phone for like a month and i just keep forgetting to bring it up um one of the greatest athletes of all time uh a person that should be in that discussion is simone biles Uh, she recently became the first american to win a medal at every world championship event she's arguably the most decorated um olympian we have she's the best at what she does she's i mean i don't watch gymnastics like that but if you talk to people who are into that stuff she's essentially the michael jordan of gymnastics and i've seen i've seen her do her tumbles or whatever and she's really good she's really athletic super talented and she has the medals to prove it and at some point when we start talking about like the mount rushmore of athletes Simone Biles' name should need, should it needs to be brought up, and that's essentially all I had to say about it. Just real quick. So passionate. I'm just um, saying, like, like I asked <laughs> you who the best athlete is you ever seen. It's like, oh, like in person or like on TV or like what? Like, come on. Right. I think <laughs> like, no. You you're making a valid point, and what happens is gymnastics just doesn't get the credit that it deserves, especially male gymnasts, they especially don't get any type of respect because it's like, oh, you're this or you're that. But somebody like Simone Biles, like, she's breaking records routinely, and you don't hear about it so much And until it's like the Summer Olympics, and then that's when people care about it, and they're like, oh, yeah, she's representing USA. But regardless, she's an amazing athlete, so I think that's very fair. 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure she's she's like 22. She's, she's like dumb fucking young, man. It's like, what have I done in my life? For, what have for, I accomplished? For for a gymnast, she's old, but in real life, she's really young. But she's super accomplished. She's super talented, super athletic, and she's one of our greatest athletes, one of our greatest Olympians, and she needs to be mentioned with all the other ones. I like it, friend. And that's I mean, I don't. I'm not trying to make it complicated. I'm just trying to think like. <clears throat> I was Here actually he goes, trying to make it complicated. Next, I'm not trying to make it complicated. I was actually going to go back and say uh, Usain Bolt is probably the that would have been a good athlete. answer too. That's yeah. <clears throat> Side note: Go on YouTube if you get bored and look up like why it's not possible to run a nine flat hundred. It's very interesting. The the whole science behind running sprints is pretty cool, but uh, that's very random. Also, what is very random is the 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 yeah. Well, I was, you know, when I was on on YouTube looking up like Marvel Avengers spoiler theories or whatever, it's just whatever. If you like Marvel, <laughs> what you like the, the Avengers, fuck? yeah, it's, you need a light, <clears throat> man. I'm so worried about you. There, there's some interesting theories. I could do a whole podcast about that, but <clears throat> anywho, uh, I still I still have no uh, title for my random uh, anime segment, but I recently started watching a new one. It's not new. It came out in, like 2015. It's called One Punch Man. I'm not gonna lie. One of my homeboys told me about it. I've heard about it, but I was like, "Eh, I got bored." I'm like, "Let me check it out." <coughs> Ooh, I'm dying. Ah. Ah, my chest. Anyways, I started watching it, and I'm only like five episodes in. But that shit is hilarious. It is it doesn't look like it'll be funny, but it's like, yo, this stuff is really stupid. I think I think Marcus would like this one. If you were to watch one, I think he would like this one. There's only one season out right now, so like 13 episodes. Essentially, the premise of the show is this dude is a superhero, and he just does it because he got bored. He's like, I just do it for fun. And pretty much, he can kill anybody with one punch. That's it. That's, that's all there is to it. But it's hilarious. So why would hilarious. I watch it? I don't get it. Because there's there's more layers to it. Like, like all these people start flocking to him. like, yo, man, how'd you get so strong? I want to be your apprentice. And he was like, yo, like, you know, you just got to work out hard. You know, you got to stay dedicated. No matter how hard the workout gets, you got to push through it. And, you know, he's about to fight this one super strong dude. And he's like, you know what? I think it's time I tell you how I got so strong. This man looked mad serious. and was like 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, 100 squats, and run one mile a day. And they're looking at him like, what are you talking about? He's like... That's all I did for three years, and I'm this strong. Like it, it's ridiculous. Like, yes, go watch One Punch Man, Marcus. Just just watch the first two episodes. Watch the first two episodes. It is hilarious. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's pretty funny. Mm. It's pretty. Funny. I'll, I'll watch an episode after you live tweet watching Tree. How about that? So, okay, let's talk about. Let's talk about this. So. Uh, shout out to you want to be nice and uh, his homie. I forgot his Twitter at at this moment, but uh, yeah. So Creed two just came out, starring Michael B. Jordan. Actually, the story about that on BSO as well. Pretty much talking about Sylvester Stallone said he's not. He's probably not going to be in any more of the movies unless they pay him a lot of money, which is possible. But yeah, Creed two has come out, and I, I've, I've, I'm like, yeah, I haven't seen it now. Mind you, I don't watch a lot of movies to be honest. If it's not like Marvel movies. I'm not running to the, to the movie theaters to watch them. So whenever Creed 1 came out, I saw him like, eh, I've seen Rocky. This is like Black Rocky to me. So I was like, I'm good. I meant to watch it. It's, it's no shade. It's just haven't got around to it. But I did watch Black Panther again, which features, features Michael B. Jordan as well. And uh, yeah, he's wilding. Twitter's wilding, saying he was doing a great acting job. There was a story that came out on Twitter saying that he needs to receive therapy after playing Killmonger, which I was very confused about. Very confused. I'm like, bruh, this isn't a Heath Ledger Joker situation, bro. You wasn't going that hard, Doug. Let's keep it a buck. This wasn't no Oscar. Hey, he has to open up. This you wasn't know, no. He is from California. Your, no, get no. He's from get Jersey. The fuck, get the fuck out of here. Whatever. Somebody posted like, yo, you played a, a teenage crack dealer in Baltimore. This is what you need therapy for? Like, come on, Doug. Like, get out of here. You probably that's needed true. more therapy after being that terrible ass Fantastic Four movie. That's what you need therapy for. Yikes. Or that HBO special that nobody watched. So if you need therapy, those are probably the things I'm gonna I didn't read the article, but I just found that funny. Like, bro, like you were you're an angry black guy. 
from California. You know what I'm saying? Like Marcus Peters could have played Killmonger. I've I've said this many times. He could have played Killmonger, but who? Marcus Peters. Who is that? Cornerback for the uh, oh. yeah 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 yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Hey, hey, hello week. Hey man, hello week. He could have played Killmonger, dog. Like it, it wasn't that. There wasn't that much to it. And, and now that I rewatched uh, Black Panther the other day. They were really sleeping on Chad with Bozeman. That was he did a he did a great job in that movie. Like everybody says, he was the the least liked or least important character. But like even though he's getting his ass with three fourths of the movie, I mean, like. Besides the ass with him part, he he did a really good job. He he was, I mean, he, was he did he a great job acting, but he wasn't the most important character in that movie. No, I'm not saying he. I'm just saying like they, I, I think they use that as a slight. Like oh, he didn't do. He did very good. While people on the other side are saying that, that Killmonger or uh, Michael B. Jordan did this great job. He rivaled Heath Ledger's Joker. I'm like, no. What are y'all watching? Like that's this ain't it. Like, but yeah, I, I think. I think I will have to put it high. In my, I have to put it in my top five just because I don't. I don't. It doesn't draw the same feeling or emotion outside of maybe Civil War from watching Marvel movies. It's just, it's a lot of black shit going on, and I can appreciate that as a black person. So, uh, you know, Wakanda forever. Even though I've literally never seen any black people do that, even though y'all said y'all would, um, maybe we should bring it back. So, uh, there we go, Wakanda forever. But uh, yeah. I'll watch Creed 2 one day. Maybe when I have, uh, you know what? I'm going to be off a little bit for Christmas. I might watch Creed 2, but I'm probably not going to. So, uh, Why are you going to watch Creed 2 without seeing Creed 1? Okay, well, I'll watch Creed 1, and then I'll maybe watch Creed 2 in like March or something. Is it really that serious? It's a good movie. It's really good. Uh, I'm sure it is. I just, I I was not really into movies these days. Be honest, man. Like too much anime. Better stories. Allegedly. Way better stories. Allegedly. No question. No questions asked. No questions Allegedly. asked. Allegedly. I think I, when you do your anime podcast, you're gonna have to kind of talk about how Dragon Ball Z kind of recycles the same story over and over again. Oh, and see, and this is why this is why you should jump into anime Twitter because they they roast Dragon Ball Z all day. Like after watching Naruto, I'm disgusted that I thought Dragon Ball Z was a good anime. Like this shit is not good at all. It's terrible. There's like literally no storyline to it. Like, hey, Goku, there's somebody strong. Goku wins. Hey, Goku, there's somebody else strong. They battle it out. Goku wins. Hey, this guy's gonna destroy the earth. Goku wins. Like, there's it's the same, it's the same thing over and over again. Even with Dragon Ball Super. Like Saturday nights is when it oh, uh, debuted. Look what you started. Look, I understand. Like we were fucking done with it. We were done. So when Dragon Ball Super was on, it's supposed to be come back on for new Broly arc. Like every Saturday night, Twitter was lit because everybody was looking to watch it. Mind you, we all knew it was gonna happen at the end of the show. Goku was gonna win. Like it's the same thing, <laughs> even though he he didn't really win the tournament. But whatever, it's the same thing. And there's actually a new Dragon Ball Z movie. Actually, Dragon Ball Super movie coming out in like January. It's gonna be lit. So, shout to anime folks. We lit. Anywho, uh, I will let Marcus take over with uh, the Marcus Music Minute. I guess did you listen to the new Meek Mill CD that everybody is now a big Meek Mill fan and in love with Meek Mill and oh, Meek's not such a bad guy anymore. That Meek Mill. Mm, yeah. Well. Yeah. We'll probably discuss that album on the. Next episode of the uh, Nameless Music Podcast, which will be coming out soon. But I, I do want to talk about uh, Nicki Minaj and what she's been doing lately. She dropped a video for her single Good Form off her album Queen. I personally like Good Form. I thought it was a good song first time I heard it. I thought it should have been a single earlier. I thought she should have pushed that a little bit earlier because it was that good of a song. Um the video itself is very nice. I like the visuals. I like what I'm seeing outside of the the women in the video. The, I like the the colors and the, just how it looks. And it's it's a fun video. My issue with uh, Miss Minaj is that she is too loyal to Lil Wayne. She is loyal to him to a fault. She credits him with giving her a career because uh he signed her she is loyal to the soil for this guy and she will pretty much do anything for him and 
I don't know whose idea this was, but someone had the bright idea to do a remix for Good Form and to add a Lil Wayne verse at the end of it. That little that Lil Wayne verse, that wasn't it. That ain't it. That's, a, that's, a, that's a no for me. <laughs> like that wasn't it. I didn't need that. That song didn't need that. That song was good enough on its own. And if we're keeping it a buck, Nicki Minaj has been a better rapper than Lil Wayne since about 2011. She doesn't need Lil Wayne to get on one of her songs, get on her album to make, to like prop her up. She doesn't need that. She's a bigger star. She's a better rapper. She's a better artist. She doesn't need Lil Wayne anymore, but she feels the need to keep putting her on her albums, putting him on these singles, putting him in the videos. And I get it. I get you want to show respect for the guy that gave you, that you feel like gave you your career, that helped you out, that helped you get to where you are. And I get that. But at some point, we got to cut the umbilical cord. Like, just leave it alone. Like Lil Wayne, just stop. Nicki Minaj doesn't need you anymore. She's been successful without you. We don't need another Lil Wayne, Nicki Minaj collaboration. If someone could please make that happen, I would appreciate it. Well, that was good. That was, that was Loki winded out just now. That was like two I in mean, one. I've been well, drinking water and powder. <laughs> well, speaking of Lil Wayne, I did another story for BSO about Lil Wayne. He just bought a $17 million uh, lakefront or waterfront property in Miami. It's very nice. Of course. It made me feel really poor. So shout out to him. Appreciate that. Oh, and you know what? I'm actually disappointed at the house. <clears throat> this man bought a, uh, it was seven bedrooms and nine bathrooms. Nine bathrooms. Should have been 10. Should have been 10 bathrooms. If you listen to Little Wayne, you know why. I'm not going to explain. But yes, should have been 10 bathrooms. Wait, why? If you know, you know. You don't know. I don't know. Does that make me poor? <laughs> it makes you. Uh, make, it means you don't listen to Little Wayne. So there you go. Mm, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, you listen to Justin Bieber and stuff like that. So not even. Or uh, Ariana Grande. I know you want to talk about her earlier. Mm, 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 mm. Well, you guys didn't watch the video. Well, why don't you talk to us about it? Explain to us what this video is and what it's about. And then after that, we can introduce our new uh, segment that I just made up about an hour ago. And I have no clue what that segment is. It'll be right, so spectacular. Ariana uh, finally debuted her Thank You Next video, Long Awaited. She's been sending out these little snapshots and pictures from the video set. You know, a lot of people are excited because you see her in the image with the all pink, you know, playing as Regina George, she even dyed her hair blonde, or probably a wig, it was a wig. Um, and then you see her with the Bring It On and her cheerleading outfit, and you see all this come true. So basically- Never seen that movie. You never saw Bring It On? Nope. You don't know Bert. It's cold in here. <clears throat> nah. You can't finish it? I know like Gucci man, Burr. <laughs> no. Guap. Ooh, that's probably where he got it from. That's probably where he got the Burr from. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure I'm sure that was continue. Yeah. So um and you see all this displayed in a video. So it just kind of goes through all like these iconic uh, teeny bopper movies that came out back in the day. But the most exciting part was with the mean girls puns. So you see her writing in her burn book. If you don't if you don't know what it is, then shame on you. But she's writing basically about all her exes. And you see pictures of her with her exes. Her and Big Sean in huge letters. What do you see? Huge. She writes it going across. So I'm going to let you think about what she's talking about. I think I know what she's talking about. These guys don't care for what she was talking about. They're like. His personality. Yeah, yeah, we'll go with that. Um, but I've seen Big Sean in person. He's not that tall. So if he's calling himself Big Sean, it's for a reason. And Ariana Grande just backed that up. So you even see it shows a, a picture of her with Mac Miller. And, you know, she's just writing all these sweet things. And even she acknowledges her her whole engagement and breakup with Pete. So if you guys haven't checked it out, it's kind of interesting because whether you like her music or not, these days a lot of people are interested in her love life. And she does give you a little bit more information through the video. So you can check it out. I like it. It was cute. It looked like it was fun. 
Yeah, I, I haven't heard that song yet. It's, apparently, it's like the number one song ever, and I, I don't know. Yeah, I just haven't seen it. it's I, a good I'm, breakup anthem. I mean, you'd have, you have to be in a relationship. You'd have to be in a relationship to break up with people else. So that there's steps. I wasn't talking about me, motherfucker. There's, there's I can't steps. fucking stand Ooh, you. Spicy. You kiss wow. your, you you. your mother with that mouth, Lord, Because was, you stay. Where you think I learned it oh, from? Oh, but you stay wow, with the jabs and this and that. It's not fucking necessary. Leave my love life Man. out of this shit. Look, 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 look. If if it doesn't apply to foul. you, don't worry about it. Just foul. Why do you? Do we need to have an? Do we need to have an open conversation? Are you? Are you I okay? Need, I need friend. For you. Are you friend? Friend. 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 Wait, Friend, twice. Friend, I can't I see need... your face. I can't see no, your face. Pause. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta charge my phone. Listen, friend. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> oh my god. I can't. All I'm saying is. I'm here for you. Stop that's, it. That's all, that's, I'm just saying. I'm just. Stop I'm, it, I'm, I'm here for you. I'm looking out. You know. God, God bless. Mm -hmm. So now, now that she uh, made some in windows or insinuations about young, young Big Sean. I have just created a new segment featuring El Chapa. It is Good called God. It is called Big or Not. So I'm going to randomly look up a rapper or artist on Twitter and you're gonna let us know is it big or not. So this week on BSO I did a story on a rapper. Know? It doesn't matter, just guess. I did you don't know about Big Sean either. I did a story about uh quote unquote rapper Trippy Red, and I've never heard a single song he's done. You look him up, he looks is. like a I don't either, but he looks like a Pokemon character. But allegedly, he was shooting a shot to uh, an adult film actress, Tiana Trump, on the timeline or somewhere on Instagram. And then a video surfaces them together, and she was wearing his chain. So if you know who don't know who Tiana Taylor is, uh, look it up. Just don't look at them in front of friends, family. Maybe you're sniffing at other unless they're into that kind of stuff. It, it was hard for me to find a a picture of her with clothes on for the story because the rest of the pictures were wild to say the least so yeah if, if you don't know who that is go check this out so el chocolate trippy red big or not mm, i i mean if he got her he's got to be doing something but by looking i would say nah mm. there, there you have it guys el chocolate has made a determination that trippy red is not packing heat so Yes, good job, though. Glad you came it's off the not, to do it's that. Not, mm, it's not. These are my type. I mean, you, you, just, you, I mean you, you just said a uh, big Sean. He's a little dude, right? Not, keep the same energy. Mm. What is this girl's name? Tiana Taylor. Yes, <clears throat> yes. Give us a live reaction of her Twitter. Go to her Twitter page. Tiana Taylor. Oh, I'm sorry, Tiana Trump. Oh my god. I'm like Tiana Trump. Oh god. Yes, yeah. sorry, sorry. Tiana hey, Trump. If Tiana Taylor was doing that kind of, woof, woof. Yeah, yeah, I'm woof. subscribing. Um, yeah. <laughs> we buying all that. Support, support the buy, the buy the DVD. Yes. Buy the Blu-ray. I want to hear, I want to know the story. I need story development. All that. Yeah. Professional oh. lighting. So um, we're going to wait for El Chapo's live reaction to Tiana Trump. Well, sorry. I'm looking at images and all of them have clothes. It's like selfies, so that's good. Uh, go on, go on Twitter. You're, you're not, you're not searching the right things. You're not searching the right things. I mean, I don't care to look at her naked, so we're fine. I, I don't either, but she's not really. If I was not saved, she's not really for me. But her face is kind of weird looking. But anywho, yeah, we've kind of gone off the rails. Uh, I know Marcus. I think we want to talk about the NRA saying that now. Okay, so as you know, in America, the our country is very big on school shootings. That's, I guess, part of our uh, shit traditions, heritage. That's that's part of American culture is school shootings. So we've gone from we should arm arm teachers, we should train dogs, uh, we should arm more security guards. Mind you, none of these are subtracting guns. We're just adding more guns. Well, besides the dogs. But apparently they make bulletproof dogs, and that's going to help somehow. But the, the newest solution from the NRA after a recent shooting on another story I did for BSO about a young man in Alabama who got shot 
on Black Friday. Mind you, they shot and killed the wrong guy, and they just caught the the real shooter, I think, Friday, like this week Friday, like a week later. The NRA wants us to, I guess, train our young men to attack gunmen. It's freaking stupid. The NRA is trash. The NRA is irresponsible. Uh, essentially, if you if you watch the video, I, I watch. It's it's just six minutes of just like I, I oh, didn't even take. I didn't even waste my time. This country is soft. They're taught not to to fight and defend themselves. America's full of men that have a victim mentality that are just sitting around waiting to die. And I, <laughs> if, if, I mean, everybody's <laughs> waiting to die. I mean, I mean at some point. <laughs> and just to, to circle back about all the the things that they're trying to do to stop sh- school shooting outside of uh, changing gun laws is the whole dog thing. I, honestly, I think they should do that. I think they should train dogs to stop uh, school shooters or mass shooters. So when a dog is shot and killed, people will then start to say like, hey, maybe things need to change because an innocent dog got killed. So you know how you know people, people care more dogs. about animals than they do human people. Yeah, so let a couple of dogs get captured, and I think we're gonna start changing some rules. But uh, there's just a couple of things that that um, they were that they were saying that just kind of just I don't want to say it rubbed me the wrong way, but they they had a lot of straw man arguments. They were saying like you know people that are, that disagree with you know men trying to be heroes or just trying to shame them and they should be embarrassed and stuff like that. And it's like, there, there's nobody out there that looks at a guy who's like, hey, if there's a school shooting or if there's a mass shooting happening, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something about it. No one's looking at that guy saying, you're an idiot, you shouldn't do that, blah, blah. Like, if that's what you wanna do, that's your choice, feel free to do that. And as a, as a parent of two boys, if they were in, that situation and say the the shooter is reloading or the the shooter isn't looking and they have an opportunity to like maybe hit him over the head with a fire extinguisher or something like that i'm I'm not telling them that they i don't want them to feel like they have to do something but, but if they feel like they should do something and they want to do something and they feel like they have the ability to do it then do it but let's not Let's not act like that. We need to train our boys and young men to go everywhere to be prepared to stop a mass shooter. Because that's not what it, we shouldn't be going out. That's and not healthy. That. Like we got it like that. Like when you think about it in that sense, it's like, all right. So every time I go somewhere, I got to pretend like there's going to be someone here that's going to shoot everybody. Like who wants to live life like that? And then the, the the lady that was in the video and just watching this video just let me know how how dumb NRA, NRA TV is. She was saying, you know, don't criticize our our solutions because we're bringing solutions to the table. You shouldn't criticize it if you're not going to bring a solution to the table. Well, people have been saying for decades that you should change gun laws, change like add restrictions to who can have guns, how many guns you can have, stuff like that, and y'all criticize that. That would literally be the thing that would make people feel safe is changing gun laws, not knowing mm-hmm. that there's an unarmed man that might stop a school shooter, that might stop a mass shooter in the mall or something like that. That's, I mean, we're, we're just, it's, it's, it's frustrating. That's all I can really say about it. It's frustrating. And people will come up with a million solutions outside of the one that we know that will legitimately make a difference. And that's removing the guns. Like, I'm not saying you get rid of every gun, but don't make it so easy for just anybody to get one. And that's common sense. I think also what's frustrating with, with their commentary is that you're talking about how people should react. You're, you're training, you want to train men, and young boys learn how to react in this in this issue. That's not a solution. That's that's a reaction. And we, what you really need to do is work on how do we prevent it from happening in the first place. Because there's been time and time again where you've had mass shootings, and you know people step up, as you mentioned, when somebody's reloading or whatever the case is. Uh, when that shooting happened in that in that bar on College Night in uh, California, there was a man interviewed. He was there with his son, and he was saying. He wished that he was a little bit closer, that he would have done something, acted more when that man was reloading. 
and that's not a man who's like fully pro guns or anything like that. So I think like, one doesn't necessarily have to do with the other. The the thing is, what do we do? What are the solutions that that we have and that we are in control of to prevent these issues from happening? Training people on how to react from the situation is not it. It's just not. I mean, everybody can't be uh, James Shaw. James Shaw Jr., I think his name, the guy from Waffle House. That's yeah, Waffle House. Mm-hmm. We, all, we all can't be that. Everybody isn't going to be that guy. And he was and extremely lucky as well. Extremely Very. lucky, but you know what? With his story and it getting as much coverage and it and luckily being a successful story at that, it makes other people, people heard him like, oh, shoot, he saw an opportunity when that man was reloading. So if, now if I'm ever in that situation, maybe I could look for something like that, a break or two to where I can react and hopefully save these people's lives. So that happening, unfortunate as it was, but it was a teaching moment too. Fair. Regular citizens should not have that responsibility. No, not at all. I completely agree. Completely agree. They they should be protected by their their country. Like our government should be, should protect people, like kids at schools, people at church, people at Waffle House, people at yoga studios. The government should protect them by not just letting any and everybody have access to any kind of weapon they want. It's it's that simple. Facts. And again, I've said this on Twitter multiple times. I've said it on the podcast. If you listen to this podcast long enough, I tell you, as soon as I get my bread right, I am not staying here. I am going as far away as this crazy country as possible. I've, I've, I, I get mixed. I guess mixed thoughts about it as we wrap this up, because I know I've seen some people say, you know, hey, that's kind of a, uh, I guess, a loser's mentality, or we're not really fighting. But it's kind of like if I have a choice to go somewhere else. And I, I had the ability to, and I, I don't have to always worry about like, damn, am I gonna get shot for being black today? You know what I'm saying? Like, I think most people, given this, the the opportunity, would probably be like, yeah, I'm probably gonna go somewhere else, you know, just just to feel a bit safer. But that that's neither here nor there. But yeah, you know, hopefully, I'm doing this live one day from somewhere a lot warmer and uh, a lot nicer. So, but. uh I do have my teaspoon of stupid if I can find it real quick. I don't think I have the exact tweet pulled up, but essentially this one guy tweeted that uh, I wish I could find it. He was pretty much saying that they were going to cancel the 24 hour uh, Christmas story marathon they do on TVS every year. And the reason I said they're going to cancel it is because the, uh, the one guy in the, in the movie was a, a bully and they're like, Oh, they're canceling it. Cause this guy's a bully. You know, we're so soft these days. I did a quick Google search and they are absolutely not canceling the 24 hour marathon. I was about to be of upset. A Christmas story because of bullying. And I was like, dog, are you, are you this thirsty for retweets and attention? Like, did you not have a loving family, like brothers or sisters? Like, why, why are we doing this? Why, why are you just out here just lying for no reason? Here we go. His name is Ro at Road G Rogers. Today's society act like a bunch of bitches. And he had a fake tweet, which is clearly Photoshop. Well, it's a good Photoshop. TVS cancels Christmas story. And I tweet that out from the community podcast page. And yeah, people just get on here and say, wow, shit. A quick Google search tells you that that's not true. But, you know, people want to get lit, get these likes, retweets for whatever reason. I mean, Shit, we do because we're trying to get listens and that helps. But if you're just in real life, just out here lying on the timeline for no reason, like for who? I've seen, I've seen a lot of people caping for a movie that had no black people in it. And it was legit racist <laughs> at the end of it. Like, let's not forget that last scene was hella racist. So, hey, man. All right. Like, like let's, we're going to cape for this movie. Like, out of all the movies we can cape for, it's going to be that one. Ain't no nigga to be in, in sight in that movie, but y'all love that movie. So that movie been out so long. Like, how do you not have that movie? Oh already? my gosh, was I brainwashed as a kid? Watch yes. that last that scene. Movie. Watch that last scene. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go watch. And and look and and peep the age discrepancy between the the dad and the mom. That's a little questionable to me. Too. <laughs> <laughs> Check the age. Like like the dad's really old. That mom is yeah. hella young. I'm just saying. There's a lot of questionable things in that movie. For a lot of people, if you're willing to die about it, like it ain't that good. 
it, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's mid mid grade at best. And, and real quick, I, I had this on the topic list, but I didn't do enough research to talk about it. But when we're talking about caping for stuff as black people. A lot of people are, are caping for the death of uh, George H.W. Bush. <laughs> go, oh, go, no. go do your Googles. Just like with uh, John McCain, we talk about the podcast. Go do your Googles. Go do your Googles and then old, come back and talk to me. Old white man can't die in peace no more. Not with Twitter. Not, <laughs> not nah, with man. Twitter. <laughs> it's actually been, well, no. we'll see. The, the one, A couple of the, uh, the, the more senior people on my timeline. Actually, I follow this one dude who's a lawyer. He's actually really smart when it comes to things like that. But yeah, he essentially said that uh, Bush called Nelson Mandela a terrorist and was for apartheid. So those are two of the things that as black people are like, do we need to be uh, doing sad faces and RIP? Like everybody remembers the old the old guy in the wheelchair with the smile, the goofy smile. Like, mind you, we didn't even they, we didn't even get to the point of who his son is. And what impact he had. Like, it, yeah. So so do your Googles, guys. Uh thank you for attending my TED talk. So but yeah, that's that's all I got. I think we hit everything. Uh shout to Gift Queen. Shout to my homeboy Jay Free88. I think him and Marcus would be good friends on Twitter because they're both completely against any type of anime talk in the podcast. Because it's lame. No, it's <laughs> Look, it is actually shoot. Slim Bella's into it now. Like, just for the memes alone, it's hilarious. Cause like there was one, uh, this dude I follow, I think his name's OMG Kahari or whatever. He's a comedian. And he did one for this part in Naruto, uh, talking about the ice still beat. And that shit, and Free hit me up, was like, yo, is this anime? I'm like, yeah, he's like, is this about thoughts? I'm like, no, but it's just a funny meme that applies to I still beat. So it's just so many funny things that come off them shows, man. Like so I had to give it a shot. Just got to give it a chance. So, But again, if you're still listening, appreciate y'all checking us out. Come out every Monday. You can follow me at SB Report 706. You have uh, Mark's underscore Sniffles and El Chapa, who is rarely on Twitter. She's getting better. I'll give her credit. She's improving. Thank you. You know. Shit. We need you to crack like 10,000 tweets. Then we can actually, you can be respectable. So. Mm. Oh yeah, but we're still. I, we haven't forgot about the the Virginia story contest. Actually, we probably have. I didn't, but nobody else. Said uh, I was about to say I, I did. Well, because I saw I, I saw DeAndre Hopkins wearing a Kaepernick jersey. Uh, shout out to him from the Texans. So I don't know if they're back in stock, but we we will. I am saying it now. We will have a winner announced next week. Come hella high water, winner will be announced. So, and if you hmm. quit listening because we were fake, we will email you directly or DM you like, yo, here's your here's your prize. So. But again, oh, and uh, we will be doing the uh, Yu Yu Hakusho anime episode the week of Christmas. This is this is breaking news. This is breaking breaking news, guys. We is too many people. You, no, 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 you. The committee podcast incorporated will be doing the the, the special episode on uh, <laughs> Yu Yu Hakusho. We so, speak French. No, shout to KJ who's going <laughs> to slander me for my uh, pronunciations, but you know it is what it is. All right, we out. Peace. The other thing that I want to talk about, like, I guess next.